0: Welcome feathered friends Step inside my walking robe and let your imagination run wild Listening to Busting the Pack This podcast is proudly sponsored by the WA Magpies Collingwood Supporters Group and Gym Services Your place to share your personal black and white stories as a Pies Supporter and, more generally, stories about not giving up or having a passion project in life that might inspire others. We want you to feel a sense of ownership in this platform and welcome any contributions and suggestions by emailing bustingthepack at gmail Each Busting the Pack episode is released via the WA Magpie's Facebook and web pages. In this week's episode you will be treated to the first part of a two-part Best of Busting the Pack special from the 18 episodes in Season 1. Well, on with the show! He has been commissioned for numerous graphic designs, has a background in computer programming, and is the artist behind the Bus and the Pack logo, becoming a reality. Welcome to the podcast, Duke. Ah, cheers, mate. It's good to be here. So, um, from when you were briefed to the final logo that is now being used to promote the podcast, as I just mentioned, um, how do you feel about your creation being released to the world? Uh, during, being a uh, startup graphic designer, mm. it feels really nice to have my first piece actually making an impact on the world and I hope it will actually lead to more business down the line. Okay, we'll definitely keep an ear out. Um, for any other uh, future graphic design opportunities and that's something for listeners also to be aware of should they need any design work done Jake is your man and I'll get in contact with him okay well um, thanks for having a chat Jake ah you're very welcome the story behind the busting the pack song Once I had the all clear, that busting the pack was not trademarked, I could then focus on writing an intro theme song for the podcast. I wanted it to be catchy, something instantly recognisable, like the Simpsons TV show. As a writer, I know that with all the entertainment options competing for a potential audience's attention these days, if you don't hook them from the get-go, the rest of what you have to say... May as well be pointless as you have already lost them So from the first word it was all about making an impact right through to the climax Leading into each show The song uses a call and response technique where after one or two lines of lyrics there would be a chorus of busting the pack to reinforce the power of the phrase spliced between these weaponized words were the sound effects of a magpie swooping a magpie squawking and a crowded stadium cheering the song culminates with the roar of the crowd as i shout pack when i went into a vocal booth in a recording studio for the first time to lay down the lyrics after the first two takes The sound engineer said matter-of-factly, I'm not feeling it. Where's the passion? Well, that was all the motivation I needed, even imagining there was an eagle supporter in the booth with me. I stood back a bit from the microphone, let it rip and gave my all for the third and final take. Forcefully spitting out each word of the lyrics almost like a rap a Thumbs up from the engineer as I suffered for my art In terms of the music we were initially going to have drums with the guitars But that would have involved at least an hour miking them up so he knocked that idea on the head a fellow Scorpio came to the party when he played the rhythm and lead guitar sections of the song the latter builds up to the crescendo of the final chorus repeated three times it cost me a good bottle of scotch whiskey but it was well worth the investment in hiring a professional to help realize my creative vision the sound engineer worked his magic at the mixing desk and what you now hear to begin each episode is the fruits of our labour.
1: Brody Meyercheck here, spitting some truth. When I heard the busting the pack intro theme song for the first time, it fired me up so much. Now I want to listen to it before I go out and do battle for the mighty pies and bust some packs for real. Check out the podcast at the WA Magpies Facebook and web pages. Go pies!
0: My next guest loves to scream at the screen when she cheers for her beloved Collingwood. She has drop punted cancer, sending it into remission. She also knows the creators of handmade pies memorabilia, which you won't find in an AFL store. Welcome to the podcast, Tracy. Thank you, Jason. Nice to be here. Um, can you describe to the listeners the handmade one-eyed pie supporter? Well, it's a uh, crocheted square, about uh, fifteen centimeters square, black and white, obviously. And it has a plastic one eye uh, in the centre, which it symbolises being a one-eye Collingwood supporter. There is your dedication. There is your persistence right there. You've heard it first on the Bust in the Pack podcast. Um, So thanks for having a chat, Tracy. I had a wonderful time. And go the pies! This week I am sitting down for a chat with a passionate Collingwood supporter is a committee member for the WA Magpies and has become famous for her running around the pub and giving out high fives each time the Magpies kick a goal. Welcome to the Busting in the Pack podcast, Jackie Breesley. Hi Jason. Hey, Jackie. Thanks for sitting down with me today. I'm really interested in exploring the story idea of the high fiving crowd ritual after each Collingwood goal. Can you tell me what venue that first took place in?
2: The venue that it actually would have first taken place in is way back at Victoria Park or the MCG back in the day before I even moved to Perth. Um, I used to go to the games with my bestie and uh, uh, and a bit of a group of us and, and, yeah, I used to high-five the group, so... That was
3: a long time ago. (laughs) Thanks for your time, Jackie. No worries, Jason, nice to talk to you.
0: Are you having trouble getting that sparkle back into your pool? Jim's Pool Care can help out with any pool problem. Need hey, you done, Jim's the one. With just one call, Jim's Pool Care mobile pool shops will respond to any pool equipment problems. We can repair or
1: replace all leading brands of pool equipment, such as pumps, chlorinators or automatic pool cleaners. So if you're thinking pools, think Jim's. Call 131 546. Hey, done, Jim's the
0: one. Or Google Jim's Pool Care and book online. Welcome to the Busting the Pack podcast. Connor Delves.
1: Hi guys, thanks for having me.
0: What is your fondest memory playing for the New York Magpies?
1: Oh, there are some pretty amazing memories with the Magpies. I mean, some of my best times in the United States have been with the Pies. Um, now, certainly the off-field antics and um, activities are, are fairly strong, I would say. Uh, but, I mean, the fondest memory for me, there's probably two that stick out and that I couldn't split. One is, without a doubt, the Nationals campaign in 2019 in Sarasota, Florida. Um, we went with, no doubt, an on um, demand or a, or a developing team, I suppose you could say, and I knew that playing in Division one was going to be pretty tough. Um, but we gave it a, actually a fair crack and came pretty close to some really, really strong teams in San Francisco and... Um, and some others there and uh, the spirit that we played with showed a return to the club that I joined when I first joined the club was quite strong uh, on field. So um, that spirit then translated into the uh, off field uh, celebrations and I don't think I've ever had a pool party as legendary as the 2019 Sarasota Nationals campaign Um I don't think I've ever had a hangover as legendary as well. So it it was an unbelievable time and the group had bonded by then and there were a few of us that had been in the club for multiple years and we'd started to build um, a a new mentality within the group and the connection was really strong after some players had had left to go back to Australia in the previous few years. So that kind of connection and uh, reward at the end of the season after giving Nationals a fair crack but also just being together for a few years now was an unbelievable time. Um and and another time is when we played at home in Yonkers, um, which is just north of New York City, it was absolutely bucketing down with rain, Old school wet weather footy, and you know, there's no grandstands or anything, so it was uh, everyone was soaked and uh, it was a really tough game and to, to come out on top and beat Denver in the rain on our home deck and um, in wet weather footy and play well. It was an unbelievable feeling to kind of, Remember what it was like growing up playing wet weather footy, or you know when I played for Hale, playing against Scotch or Aquinas. These really good other private schools, these boys' private schools, and having really genuine good team wins in terrible weather. Um, I mean, I, I love that, and playing in those kind of games is why you play the sport. If not for the uh, the beers after. Uh, you know, thanks for to you guys for paying a bit of attention to our club over here. You know, we we love getting attention from Australian um, sporting networks and um, and getting the support that we need to grow the game over here. So thanks, guys.
0: My next guest was born in Ethiopia, and from the age of ten, he toured Europe as a professional circus performer. After studying at the National Institute of Circus Arts. His first gig in Australia was the Adelaide Fringe Festival in 1997. He has been regularly touring with the Zim Boys, a performing troupe who promote themselves as delivering daring, thrilling, and breathtaking by nature live shows. However, COVID lockdowns resulted in pivoting from show business to teaching circus skills to students from diverse multicultural backgrounds. He espouses the -the bust-in-the-pack philosophy of being passionate in what you do in life and never giving up. Welcome to the podcast,
3: Hassan Jafar. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Jason. It's good to be here. Having pivoted from show
0: business to teaching students in Western Australia, your tricks of the trade due to these
3: COVID interstate travel restrictions, what is your favourite skill to teach students? Um, when I, I like to teach kids to enjoy whatever it is they are doing mm. but when it comes to the circus um, if they have no idea I try, I try to make them want to come back and do whatever it is that they would like by giving them the opportunity to see what I can do and, and whatever it is they pick up on I'll, I'll go on. Otherwise I love teaching kids handstand because <laughs> it gives them strength in all their body. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what skill do students enjoy learning the most? Um, it, it varies. Most of them like to do backflips. <laughs> but uh, it's a bit too early for them to, do be, to be doing backflips. So there's lots of uh, Sam Kerr wannabes. Accelerating uh, a
0: goal. Hips. Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. so you're responsible. <laughs> you're responsible for uh, the surge in. Uh,
3: the okay. kids being able to do backflips. If if they if they come around, yes. <laughs> cool. Is there anything you would like
0: to say to the bust in the pack audience before closing the interview? Oh yeah,
3: keep busting. Yeah. The pack, yeah. Keep going. As long as you um um you put your mind to it, you can always bust out anything you want. Never mm. give up. Never give up. That's right. Never give up. And follow your passions. Always. Always. that's your That that, that will be, uh, you will be at your best if you follow your passion. Well said. Yeah. Um, Thanks for having us. Well, thanks for having a chat, Hassan. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me for a chat, mate. My pleasure.
1: Hey, Trey Rusko here. You might know me from my mum's words of encouragement when I was selected to play my first game for Collingwood. She also said I should listen to the Busting the Pack podcast by the WA Magpies on their Facebook and web pages. Also, listen to your mum. Go, Pies!
0: My next loyal and passionate Collingwood supporter is a committee member of the WA Magpies supporters group. When she arrived in Australia from London as a young girl in 1968, she knew nothing about Australian rules football. And she was still none the wiser in 1980 when she was watching her first Collingwood game live at Victoria Park in Melbourne. On that day, she was explained the finer points of the game and now today loves watching Collingwood play as much as she loves her husband, Michael. Welcome to the podcast, Jackie Hamilton.
2: Thank you, Jason. Welcome to our Collingwood household.
0: I have definitely found the headquarters of the Black and White Army. It's a very impressive display. (laughs) What is one of your fondest memories as a loyal and passionate member of the Black and White Army at the Heidi?
2: I would probably have to go back in time to when the Hyde Park Hotel was a bigger hotel and um, just a totally different shape. And what they used to have... Was is... that
0: before the redevelopment?
2: Yes. When the um, players used to finish their game mm. at Subiaco, yeah, they would come back to the Hyde Park Hotel and actually have dinner wow. in a section that had glass doors so we could see them. Yeah. Not that you sit there watching them eat their dinner, but you had this area and... When <laughs> so they'd a finished their dinner, yeah. they would come out and do their uh, meet and greet. Oh, nice. And okay. because there was probably not as many magpie members or realised what they would do no. at the time, we almost had free reign of one-on-ones with um, Tony Shaw and Peter Dacos and the Severio... Yeah, wow. uh, rocker and I'm his brother, and you know, I've got multiple photos of my sons when they were uh, six years old and maybe eight years old. Yeah, and with all these players all around them, and yeah, it was a great time. And so that was at the Hyde Park Hotel.
0: And so, w- what year would that have been uh, roughly? Because you're speaking of like the old Hyde Park
2: yeah. before
0: it got um, redeveloped. Yeah. Um so you're saying like that was in the in the nineties?
2: Yes, it would have been, yeah.
0: If you were talking about Sav Rocker and Yes. And those types of players. Yeah. Uh, okay.
2: And that's when we first met Nathan Buckley as well. in the same scenario. Mm. And at the time, he had a, um, a contract was coming to the end and he was trying to decide whether to stay with Collingwood or go to Brisbane, which okay. is where he was originally from. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so he was in a bit of a quandary at that particular time and I remember lots of the Collingwood support fans coming up to him and saying, oh, please stay and all that sort of thing. Well, as you know, he did. So now, that it, was pretty cool. So in
0: your, in your humble way, you're basically saying, well, we convinced him to stay because he saw We're, how passionate and yes. crazy
2: <laughs> Yes, that's very.
0: these, true. W, these <laughs> WA-based Collingwood supporters are. And um, we'll just keep... Persisting, with passion.
2: (laughs) Yes, lots of passion.
0: (laughs) With the perspective, not to give up, most importantly.
2: Definitely. Uh, Thanks for having a chat, Jackie. Thank you very much for asking me.
0: You're welcome. In next week's episode, you'll be treated to the second part of the Best of Busting the Pack special from Season 1. Well, until next week, Feathered Friends, always remember... Passion. Persistence. Perspective. Thanks for listening. This is Dr J signing off.
3: Good old
0: Collingwood forever We know how How to play play the game, play the game! (laughs) game. Side by side we stick together To uphold the magpies, oh good boy me See the The barricades barricades are shouting As all barricades should should. Oh the premiership's a cakewalk For the good good old Collingwood!